think it's always about listening to the user. Uh, easier, easier said than done, because which user are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to the existing user or to the potential user that isn't using your product? How are you going to listen to them? Are you going to look at data? Are you going to talk to them? Are you going to meet them? Um, how are you going to uh, understand what they're asking for? Sometimes you need to stop and to say, hey, maybe we need to do a game changer. In a world where digital experience defines brands, one man stands at the forefront of product innovation. With a decade in product leadership, he's been the driving force behind the digital transformation of Wix products. Introducing Nur Sadeh, the maestro of user experience and the mind behind data-driven strategies that enchants hundreds of millions of users across the globe. Welcome to the Design Rush podcast. I'm your host, Bianca Mayer. Thank you so much again for joining us today and making the time to chat with us. Uh, I think I speak for our whole team in saying that we're super excited to talk to you, especially because you're head of product at Wix. It's, um, it's a really cool, cool one we've been able to snag for today. So thank you really for you and your team for, for setting this up with us as well. So just diving into the first question, let's talk about like your early career path, your early life. So you started your professional career in television, working on like really awesome projects like The Voice and The Real Housewives. So what made you decide to transition from that to project, project, uh, product creation slash management? And, and how did you accomplish that transition as well initially? Yeah, it actually happened uh, kind of by mistake. Uh, I started uh, doing product management as my hobby. Okay where I didn't know if I was doing product management. Uh, so it started, uh, well, 12, 12 years ago. Uh, my boyfriend at the time, now my husband, uh, is a developer, a very talented one. And uh, we heard that the Tel Aviv, I was born and uh, raised and lived in Tel Aviv most of my life, yeah. uh, that they're gonna come up with a shared bicycle scheme. Uh, so we said, hey, it's gonna be very nice, but they're not gonna have a, an okay. app for it. And I was obsessed with, uh, with Apple when going to all of their keynotes. It was iPhone 4, I think. And so, okay, let's create an app. So we just created an app, a uh, very simple one. I actually designed it in PowerPoint. I exported assets with my partner from PowerPoint. It actually works. Uh, and, and I kind of fell in love with it. I was still okay. a student. And then uh, it was a success comparing to the small market of, uh, of Tel Aviv. And then I fell in love with it. I started going to hackathons in Tel Aviv, which was which was a big thing uh, pre-COVID. Yes. Hopefully now it's getting uh, back to it. Uh, and then I just started building stuff. There was a group of uh, friends I met in a hackathon. I pitched one of my uh, ideas uh, for uh, for a game, uh, IRL game uh, based on a Bluetooth uh, low energy protocol that Apple just announced. I said, oh, wow, that could be amazing. And we, and we started meeting every, every once a week uh, on Wednesday night and just creating apps and releasing to the App Store. Uh, and that's how I became product management without knowing that I am a product management manager, working with four developers and then designer join us and marketing uh, expert. Um, so I kind of learned, learned it from the ground up. 
that's how, st- how that's it started. Awesome. Okay, so you've now had a decade-long experience in product management, you know, since all of that. So taking a closer look at your early career, um, you know, before joining Wix first, you were the head of product at uh, the London-based Drop It Shopping, where you were in the unique position of revolution. Oh, sorry revolutionizing the retail experience. How did this role prepare you um, as a product team, uh, to be the lead of a product team at a major tech company like Wix? Yeah. Um, well, I, I got, actually when I started at Wix, then we relocated uh, back to, we spent a year in San Francisco, I re- relocated to Tel Aviv, and I started at Wix again as a product manager. I didn't want to, uh, manage other product managers because I feel like I need to learn a lot about the product, about the culture. And I think every time that you do go back and do hands-on work, mm-hmm. uh, you learn so much. Um, so I started back doing a product management a hands-on. Um, uh, and then my career path at, at Wix kind of, I moved between companies and, and went along uh, from a role to role. So uh, at Wix, I started actually in a Wix is, has a very interesting uh, structure. It's built out of companies, which every company is uh, every company has uh, owns a product or a line of products. So it can work, uh, and it can work as a little startup that's yeah. owning everything end to end, and to release quickly, release to the users uh, uh, what they need. Sure. Um, so I first joined uh, a premium premium services company. Which is in charge of all the all the experiences of the paying users at Wix, uh, so it was very very business oriented, um, uh, and there I um, I started I founded a team that is focused on uh, on the user experience. So what are users complaining about when when products and flows that regarding their paid services, which is always a lot because think when was the last time that you actually contacted customer care of any service that you're, you're, uh, you're using. Yeah. Usually when you, most of the times when you pay for something, but you didn't get it or you, your expectations are really high. Uh, and then a year and a half ago, I, uh, or a bit more, I moved to another company, which okay. is the Editor X, uh, yeah. which is the, which is, uh, Wix's, uh, which is the, the editor that we launched about three years ago uh, that was dedicated to professional designers. Yes. Um, so that was a big, big move. I had to learn a lot from, it's kind of, actually it's within weeks, but you need to kind of start from scratch, uh, learn the users, learn the, the, the culture. Um, so that was the beginning of my journey that uh, is continuing now with uh, the Wix Studio Editor that we'll probably talk about. Mm-hmm. What would you say were some of the most significant challenges you faced and um, how did over- overcoming those challenges shape your approach at Wix? Um, I think it's always about listening to the user. Yeah. Uh, easier, easier said than done. Because um, wh- which user are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to the existing user or to the potential user that isn't using your product? How are you going to listen to them? Are you going to look at data? Are you going to talk to them? Are you going to meet them? Um, how are you going to uh, understand what they're asking for? Sometimes they ask for something, but they have a pain and they describe the solution. And um, so it always evolves around this. I think this is like the, 
the magic trick that every product manager needs to find his own or her own path, uh, how to really connect to users. Uh, and in the day-to-day -day life, it's hard because you're surrounded with your current pains, uh, with all the other stakeholders. Everyone needs someone from you because that's your role. Uh, and you need to keep reminding yourself that you need to represent the user and their needs. Um, so yeah, it sounds very fluffy, but I think that's our battle, uh, the day-to-day -day, uh, uh, challenge for okay. product manager. Your progression uh, from the product manager role uh, to the head of product shows evident leadership growth. Can you share how your earlier professional experiences shaped your leadership style and strategies at Wix now? I think it goes back even to my childhood. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, when I look back at my career, I, I look back at my career, I said, oh, many like things that I struggle with now uh, is things that I struggled as a teenager at uh, when I was in the Tel Aviv Boy Scouts, leader of, uh, of, of this group of kids. And you had to convince them to uh, like gather everyone and say, hey, now let's go to the... To the, to the woods and build a huge structure together. Um, and it kind of reminds me of a product manager where you don't, when you don't uh, directly manage other, other disciplines, but you have to kind of make them, okay, fall in love with the with, with communal creation and with your vision or the shared vision or the pain or whatever. And then you, you create this, this thing together. I think that's something that I was always drawn to, uh, how to create happy groups of people working together. Um, and the fact that we are, uh, we are employees at a company is just an instance of, an instance of, this, uh, of this thing. But the main thing is about how we feel that we created something uh, that has value to someone. Um, so, and that's, that's how I try to uh, behave with everyone, with, with my teams, with my colleagues, with my, uh, with my managers, uh, how you make them really feel that, uh, hey, we're bringing something good to the world. Let's try to enjoy it mm -hmm. along the way and to work very efficiently and, and like winning this, uh, but it can come together. Yeah. At the end of the day, we wanted the, when I was 16, we wanted the structure in the woods to stay stable so no one falls. So it's the same 20 years later exactly. when we build a new feature at Wix. Yes, exactly. Um, how do you maintain that like positive, like, hey guys, let's rally and get this done um, on some of your more challenging days? First, I try to sleep seven hours at night. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, um, and try to be uh, and try to have my own like all my other uh, uh, aspects of life to be stable mm -hmm. that's that's the beginning of it okay. um, and then at work um, well I think you need perspective sometimes uh, sometimes the days could be crazy and the pressure is very very high uh, in working a very very dynamic and competitive uh, market uh, as most product managers do. You need to like stop and remind yourself, hey, we're doing something uh, good. 
and just to uh, even if I, I feel stressed, mm-hmm. I try not to uh, uh, pass it to my colleagues and to smile and say, okay, let's now let's now do it the right way. And I feel that once communication is good, everything is much more effective because you instead of struggling with bad communication, you are you can focus on the what's the real problem that we're trying to solve here. So okay, throughout your like diverse career from television to apps to innovative services, um, what constants have you found in terms of user engagement and satisfaction? Okay, I have, I have a few thoughts around it. First, Users are always people. Mm-hmm. There's a people behind that user. Like there's something very confusing with the word user because you think about, you always think you have some visual and it's actually human being. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that stay the, stay the same and will stay the same. Okay. Um, another thought that I have is that the users, customers, they always demand more. Um, and uh, and you need to learn to say no uh, and to understand why you're saying no and to explain to the customer or to your colleagues why you just said no. Mm. And that only works if you have some, uh, you have a vision or a big goal or target that you're aiming for. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's very hard to do this uh, backwards engineering and to explain why I just said no to this and I said big yes to that. Mm. Uh, the third third uh, thought that I have is that many times um, you do product management in step step by step. So you release a new feature, you look at the, you open an A/B test, you look at the results, and you say, okay, B version wins. Let's go with the B version, and then you you keep doing it step by step. Sometimes you need to stop and to say hey, maybe we need to do a game changer. And this is much, much harder thing to do because you you gamble and sometimes it's hard to explain. It's sometimes it's hard to show the results on the way, um, but that's where you gain big wins. Uh, big gamble, but sometimes also big wins. You said that, you know, sometimes you need to explain why you're saying no to something certain, you know? So in saying that, how do you say no? How do you find that balance of being like firm and knowing that, okay, this isn't going to work um, and still, you know, leaving a good impression after saying no, because nobody really likes to hear that word, right? Right. Um, I think once I understand why I said no, it's easier to to explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, well, we all work in the, in, with limited resources. So it's not that we're saying no, it's we're saying yes to another thing. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're very passionate and you believe about what you said yes to, mm-hmm. uh, so you can explain to, your, to the user or to your colleague why this feature is better than that feature, or we need to address this pain and not this pain or we need to shift our resources towards this target. Um, it's much, much harder said than done, of course, because um, there's there's so many things that happen on, on, on at the same time. Mm. Uh, and so much pressure is coming 
uh, on the product manager from all all all, all directions. Um, uh, but we need to have like strong strong belief in what we're trying to solve, and to have some uh, level of uh, um, of of guts and of chutzpa uh, we say in Hebrew to say hey let's let's do this because then you can come up with something really revolutionary that sometimes is needed and uh, would gain a lot m- uh, much more value yes a hundred percent okay so moving on how do you balance innovating with new ideas versus refining existing products or platforms based on user feedback <laughs> that's something I'm asking myself every day uh, uh, we just released uh, no seriously uh, it's this, this balance is I don't feel there's a there's a rule of thumb here mm-hmm. uh, there's common sense uh, and I feel that every company I every project I worked on a company I worked with the the situation was different the business situation the clients uh, the even the, the technology the technology that we're basing our solution on is different sure. um, so uh, I, I yeah I'm, I'm my suggestion would just play it by ear and uh, use common sense um, given Wix's vast user base of over like a crazy 240 million users how does the company process and prioritize feedback from those users sure so um, um, yeah, at Wix, we're, we're very close to our users. Mm-hmm. And of course, we look at data all the time uh, on any other, any, any way possible. Okay. But I think our, like, the biggest belief is that uh, you need to talk to the user. Just talk with them. Uh, data is amazing and it can drive many of our decisions. Uh, but then when you just have an open conversation with the user, mm-hmm. And it's not a it's not a form it's not a it's not a it's not a questionnaire. Uh, even when you come up to this uh, user talk, you usually come with open mind because we believe that if you if you come with a set of questions, you already like put the answers in the in the mouth of your the user that you've been you're gonna talk to. So we want to just talk with the user. Sometimes uh, I was just uh, last night I went uh, to drinks with users. Uh, Wix Studio users uh, from all around the world that we brought to Israel, and we went to drinks. Uh, uh, went for, and and when with the while we were drinking, the most valuable uh, valuable uh, um, insights came because we just talked uh, very uh, uh, openly, Yay. and the most interesting things come up. That's amazing. That's great advice. Yeah, have a drink with your users. How influential would you say has user feedback been in shaping the product direction and features of Wix thus far? Um, I'd say that's the only thing we do. Um, like, yeah, that, that's what we do. That's what we get paid for. Uh, the, what, the, we have a joke, internal joke at Wix that the users are, are our boss. This is our boss, not our boss, our, uh, the Wix boss, but the users are our boss. And sometimes they are very uh, micromanaging uh, and sometimes they're demanding. Uh, sometimes they're very, most of the time, they're very fun to work with. Uh, but all we do is we want to make them happy. And if they'll be happy, uh, our business will keep thriving as it is. Um, so we're very user obsessed. 
Um, of course, sometimes there is like there is the marketing, uh, marketing and business uh, goals that we need to achieve, but it always comes from great user experience and user satisfaction. Yes. Um, not the other, not the other way around. When you're working with a platform or creating a platform for people to be using, I mean. Of course, your your priority should be the user and what it is that they want and need, right? And then you need to kind of shift it and and try to keep them happy. So that's that's a really good approach, I think. Um, that definitely sets a company up for success, which is probably exactly why Wix is so successful. So when you're approaching a new project, how do you prioritize what needs like immediate attention versus what can be set as like a long term goal? I, it's really hard to distill it into one great tip. Um, uh, once I, I join a new project, first I try to, to listen to everyone mm -hmm. and not to jump into conclusions. Because uh, we have this hunch where we say you want to bring your, your prior knowledge and to apply it into your new project, your do, new domain. Sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's, it could be actually uh, deceiving. Uh, so first I try to learn, I try to understand the users, understand the technology, understand what, how, how we tried that the prior team tried to solve the same, the same problems, because usually it's been the same problems, uh, which ones haven't been solved and why, what was the strategy, uh, and then to come up with a roadmap um, that makes sense. Many times it will be a combination of, of, like, of putting off fires, or like, or finding those quick wins that you can achieve and that will bring big value to our users in a relatively uh, a small amount of effort. And then I try to think about the, the, the strategy. Uh, what's my strategy? What can I bring to the team that they haven't thought of or they thought of, but they neglected? Um, and to find your own voice. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's true about every discipline. Every, everyone who goes to, to work, mm. not only in tech. So um, Wix also boasts like a diverse range of products and services. So how do you collaborate across different product teams and ensure a unified and innovative user experience? Sure, so Wix is divided into companies and each company uh, is in charge of product or line of products and works as a startup and to and it's a very big challenge uh, to communicate and to have a one single user experience for users. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's based on, on great communication between the teams. So the, the product managers know each other and talk with each other and, and, and know what the other companies are working on. Uh, we also have uh, for each company, we have uh, uh, operations uh, that are in charge of all those relations and, and, and aligning uh, roadmaps. Mm -hmm. um, so we try to work as transparent as possible and as in sync as possible between the, uh, between the companies. Yes. Many times uh, we, we, with big projects, we do need to align the roadmaps. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's, a, there's a milestone that we set into, into a certain point in time and then all the other companies need to deliver uh, based on that milestone. And then yes. we have our uh, routines to, to show each other the product, to have uh, uh, reviews. Uh, 
but it's it's a, it's a big it's a big challenge. Uh, it's a big challenge. I think we're doing it uh, uh, pretty well because at the end of the day, if you log into Wix.com, you feel that it's it's made out out of one company. So you recently launched um, Wix Studio. And it's super evident that Wix is making a significant leap in creating like a comprehensive web creation platform. And it's especially interesting that your platform also boasts a blend of AI powered features. So can you delve a little bit deeper into the inspiration behind Wix Studio? Sure. Yeah, so these are very exciting times for us. Uh, Wix, so uh, Wix has been always started as a DIY, right? Do it yourself, build your own uh, your own website. Uh, that was back in 2006, 17 years ago. And since then, the company has evolved to uh, many directions, how we can help any type of user, whether it's a DIY user or a professional user or business to create their online, online presence uh, and to support their business. Um, and in the last, so partners that we call them partners are freelancers and agencies that build on top of the Wix platform for their clients. Yeah. Uh, and they've been with us from the, from the very beginning. Uh, and in the last, uh, few years, we've been really focusing on this, this audience because we understand the, the huge potential, uh, of that, of that audience, uh, and we catered for their needs. Uh, but Wix Studio is the first time that we offer a compre comprehensive end-to-end -end platform for any, any freelancer or, or agency uh, to create uh, online presence for their clients. And it involves the, the brand new uh, Wix Studio editor uh, that my team is in charge of, as well as many uh, uh, management and growth uh, tools for the, for the, for the partners whether working as a team, working with our clients, and much more. So Thanks. as the head of product for Wix Studio, uh, can you walk us through the inception and evolution of the product? So what sets it apart from other web design tools in the market today? Sure, so uh, for Wix Studio, we brought all the knowledge that Wix has gained from all the editors uh, that we launched through the years. And I would, there, there have been a bunch. Wix uh, started in 2006 with a Flash, Adobe Flash-based uh, uh, editor. And then uh, I think 20, 2012, it was relaunched on HTML5. Okay. And then 2016, we have an, uh, actually an artificial uh, intelligence-based uh, ADI uh, editor, which was very, very uh, uh, um, easy um, to, to create websites with. And three years ago, uh, we launched Editor X, which is a very uh, complex and, ex ex uh, and uh, advanced editor. Um, I think Wix Studio is trying to build, uh, to bring all of this together so that you're gonna have all the amazing uh, advanced capabilities that Editor X uh, offers with uh, the intuitiveness of the Wix Studio editor. Uh -huh. uh, and I think that's something that uh, only, only Wix can do because we have so much, uh, we gain so much knowledge from our users. Uh, and I think when you, when you try this, uh, this new Wix Studio editor, you'll feel it. Uh, you feel that it's intuitive, but then you can really, really go deep and have really uh, uh, precision 
when you design your website for your clients. So um, I know that Wix also has like Wix experts that helps, you know, um, people to design their websites, right? And similarly, Design Rush hosts a complete directory of top web design companies across the world. So the question is, um, what would you say are like the major benefits of outsourcing a company to build a business's website um, in today's landscape? Um, well, this uh, the Wix is very much focused on this audience, yeah. on get, get, getting more partners, uh, professional designers and developers to work with us. This is what this whole Wix Studio platform is about. Uh, and I think this business is going to be a huge growth uh, engine for Wix. Yeah. So I think for uh, um, many times when you, when you have your business, uh, it's a much better choice uh, to find a professional that you can brief uh, and they'll create exactly what you need uh, for your website. We have uh, tens of thousands of, uh, of uh, partners that build these sites uh, every day and we know that their clients are very very happy uh, with the results so many times it's just that's that's the the best way to go because uh, you can focus on your business and let the professional uh, take care of your online business uh, online presence uh, whether it's starting from a website and then we also offer many many other tools mm -hmm. starting from uh, uh, marketing tools and SEO and everything you need for your online presence. Amazing. Yes, exactly. Those are really, really good points. I think there's something to be said for being able to focus on other important aspects of your business while a professional handles like the nitty gritty stuff for you as well then. So, okay, finally, Amir, um, as someone who's managed and collaborated with teams, both in person and remotely, where do you stand on the future of remote work? especially in the tech product development industry? That's a very, very interesting question. Um, we all worked totally, all, all remotely during COVID. Yeah. Uh, COVID, COVID years, it seems so far away from now. It's very interesting because these years were very, very uh, different. And I think we all gained different capabilities. Uh, at Wix specifically, uh, we believe in work, work together because we value the collaboration, collaborate, collaborative work. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's the barrier with working remotely. Yes. Uh, that creation, real creation process is harder uh, to handle because I, I feel that most of it, a, a, every, anyone can uh, need to say their thing and then listen to everyone and it's it's less, less collaborative nature. Um, but I think we also gain a lot from working remotely because you need to to communicate, to communicate better, to be more organized. Um, so I think now the post-COVID days when we learn how to work remotely, but we work uh, close uh, the same same space most of the most of the week um, is uh, is rather uh, nice and uh, valuable. Amazing! Thank you so much again, Nir. I hope uh, our paths cross again in future, and that we maybe can host you again on here. I'll be happy to. Amazing. Thank you so much. Have a good day and uh, yeah, speak soon. And that's a wrap for today's episode. 
If you're looking for a web design agency for your project, we're here to help. Visit designrush.com marketplace. Our marketplace offers a curated selection of agencies that can provide the solutions you need to turn your dream project into a reality. Again, I'm your host, Bianca Mayer. Stay curious and join us for the next episode.